Hi, good evening and welcome to the uh, Chalkland podcast. Um, last one of the season, quite sad. Um, so we're just going to do a quick uh, overview of the season and, uh, and follow on from everyone else and uh, we'll do our end of season awards. We'll, uh, we'll hand them out and um, not hand them out because we've got nothing to give them. Unless I want a bag of Harry Ball. I'm giving my bag of Harry Ball for one. But, um, you know me, Steve Jackson, now in the main chair. Uh, we've got John Donovan. Evening, John. Good evening. Uh, I've, uh, am I still co-presenter co- or have I been demoted again this week? You tell no. me. No, no, he's still, he's still one of the. Is it, is it co-presenter when there's three? Well, yeah, co does doesn't mean two, does it? It's it means like sort of joint. That's that's very. Right. <laughs> well, there you go. That's when you are ready. There you go. And yeah. and and I don't mean weed joint. I just mean <laughs> joint as in sharing. Oh, that sounds even worse, doesn't it? <laughs> we're going on, we're going on a very slippery slope here. I'll I'll leave, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Hello there. How are you doing? <laughs> hey, how are you? <laughs> hey, um, so yeah, that's that's John. That's the Mr. John Donovan, um, co-presenter, uh, and um, the three that makes our trio up, uh, Mr. John Cutler. Evening, evening gentlemen. Evening, gentlemen. How are we doing? Yeah, we're doing good. No talk of weed, no? No, not from no. me, <laughs> Weed free. Weed free. Super. Right. So, we're basically going to, yeah, we're going to, that's our end of season podcast. We're going to go through, uh, we've got Twitter questions that we've we've put out there that JD's going to go through. Um, we're going to go through our own personal players, young players, moments of the season. Um, obviously, I know Maddo went through a lot last week. I want to thank Maddo actually because he he, did, he was superb last week. I thought he was a really good guest. Um, and uh, yeah, we... he, he was. I agree. Sorry, I'd say Yeah, he was. He was. He was honest, wasn't he? He was uh, quite frank sometimes, you know. But uh, yeah, good. He was. He was really good. And uh, yeah, we'll get him back on for the uh, the preseason one um, towards end of July. Um, I can't believe it starts that quickly. We've only got a lot of the way, thank God. Um, and yeah, we'll just do a quick summary and, um, and we'll, I'll, I'll quickly go through what our little plans are going to be over the summer, basically. Um, so, before we start, we're both all right? Yeah, it's so all, all good, thank you. Good. on it. Right. Um, so, I'll start with the popular one. Um, so, I feel like I'm at the, I feel like I'm at the Brits or something now. First award of the night. <laughs> um, I've got you, JD. So I think you did. You put out a question for Player of the Year. I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just put out on Twitter and, and I asked uh, people's um, their thoughts, who their Player of the Year was, and and uh, and reasons why. So got a, quite a few replies. Right. Well, um, I'll let you load them up. Um, John, I'll come to you. Um, who was your Player of the Year and why? Uh, I think if if you'd have asked at Christmas time, I'd have probably said Crooksy. But I think throughout the whole year, I think Johnny Housen's led. I mean, he's our skipper, but he's not a shouter on the pitch. He's led by example on the pitch, and uh, he's never been less than a seven out of ten. Um, well, we've had a few players that have been up and down throughout the season. I think he's been consistently of a decent level. So, so for me, I'd probably go from Housen for yeah. Housen. Yeah. Um... Obviously, I want to try to be a bit different. The only name I put in the hat would be probably uh, Dale Fry. And Dale's been really consistent. He's been the uh, the, um, the the linchpin of our, our defence. He's been superb um, when when called upon. Very rarely makes a mistake. Um, we'd look poorer without him at times as well. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I would say Johnny Alson, but I'll put another name in there. I'll say uh, Dale Fry and go with that one. JD, I'll come to you. Um, which one do you want to start with first? Um, the public, or do you want to go with yours? No, no, I'll go with what uh, the replies we receive uh, on Twitter. Um, so just to get, get get them out the way. So yeah, the question I asked was uh, get them out the way. <laughs> well, get them out the way before I give you mine. That's what I meant to say. Sorry. Um, but yeah, question I asked was um, just who was your player of the season and why. Uh, Neil Devine has replied. Uh, he said, Johnny Housen by Country Mile. He dictates how we play. 
He's covered every blade of grass. His engine is something else, and all as a thirty-something. So that was uh, that was fairly unequivocal. Rachel Hudson has put Tav or Dykesdale for her. Um, they, they neither of them ever stopped grafting, so that's fair enough. As for one, and she gave me two. Um, on Twitter, UTFB has put Dykesdale. Uh, he just edges it over Tav for him. He says. And um, JJW on Twitter says, Isaiah Jones, we would have been mid-table without him. He actually creates goals and makes things happen. We can't argue with that. Uh, Jensen Duffy, uh, Tav, is his choice. He gave 100% every week and he ended the season in, in and amongst the goals. Fair enough. And Butter Buzz, He's also plumped for Isaiah Jones. Um, and he uh, he adds to that. Uh, the season wouldn't have got as far as it did without him. He's the only creative outlet practi- practically from game one. And obviously that means his uh, substitute introduction at Fulham and uh, and how he, how he changed our fortunes. So th- there's uh, various people's um, thoughts on Twitter. As for my own... Um, I'll say Dale Fry. Um, I think he's uh, matured very, very quickly. Um, And for me, he is the first name on the team sheet, if fit. Um, He's had a great season. You know, I mean, you think of um, the few games he's missed and how we've missed him, but the games that he's played and how he's handled, you know, the likes of um, uh, Harry Kane, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, he just it looked comfortable for him. I think he's a he's a really good player. Still, still a young lad, but he's um, he's developed a hell of a lot uh, this season, and especially so under Wilder. So he gets my he gets my vote. Right. Um, so there, there's the choices from us. Obviously, going through the three of us. Um, Obviously, two against one. Nothing against Johnny Alston. I think Johnny Alston's had a fantastic season. Um, I think he's been brilliant. Uh, Tav got a massive mention there from the people that got in touch, um, which I'm sure John, you'll agree with. He's had a fantastic season. Um, hasn't contributed as much, but he's, he's been he's been up there, hasn't he? Yeah. If you if you look at all the the, the I'm not massively into stats, but but when people put them up on Twitter, I'll have a look at them and. Uh, Housen's up there, Tav's up there with with every top stat you can you can think of from me. He's added a few goals at the end of the season, which I think he's only going to improve under Wilder. I'm I'm a big big advocate of Tav. I think he's he's a, certainly good enough for us in this division, and uh, hopefully he'll be an important part of next year. Yeah, there was a, there was a few names um, mentioned, you know, when I put it out on Twitter. Obviously, Jones, Tavernier. Uh, Dykesdale, Johnny House, and nobody mentioned Crooks. Um, obviously, our top scorer, uh, a very impressive um, start to the season. Up, up, up until he had a bit of a tailing off. I don't know whether that was mental or physical tiredness. Um, and then he picked up his ban, uh, and he came back. Uh, came back after the ban and looked to be back to his uh, his best. So you can't you can't sort of um, rule rule him out. I'm sure some people um, who who didn't get to let us know on Twitter will have thought that Crooks was their um, player of the season. And Dykesdale, another another few mentions for him. Yeah, Twitter, he's he, he's done really well. Yeah, Twitter being Twitter, I'm surprised no one uh, no one mentioned Joe Lumley and Connolly in them in them messages. To be fair. Yeah, well, there's a there's a, a an account, isn't it? Joe Lumley Fan Club. I That's think, the one. Uh, yeah, I think he he regularly um, gets in touch with us and uh, and highlights everything good that uh, that Joe Lumley does throughout the season. But all of a sudden, he disappeared. So I, I don't know what happened to him. Uh, what were the highlights? He turned up for work on time. He wore the he wore the he wore the boots on the right feet. I mean, come on. Uh, he had he had he had a few good games, but obviously everybody remembers him for um for 
the blunders um, more so. But uh, but yeah, like you said, he did have he did have one um, particular um, keen follower on Twitter who, who used to <laughs> lord everything he done. So that's fair enough. That's it's yeah. opinions. Everybody's got their own kink, I suppose. Um, <laughs> obviously, it's um, or hers. You know, we don't know. But um, yeah, I'll round it off. Um, obviously, us three get the the side of all. You know, um, so clearly, yeah, for us, it's, it's Dale Fry. There you go. Well and Dale. You can either choose Star Mix or Super Mix. That's He's going for Tang Tang Fastic. Like, I would, yeah. Is he one to eat a tan fastic? I can't even say the word. Move on. Move on. Right, okay. Easy. This is going to be an easy one, this one. Young player of the season. This is going to be an easy one, surely. JJ, I'll start with you. Um, Coburn, obviously. Uh, you know, we didn't see that many... Um, of our younger players uh, perform for us uh, as regularly as uh, Josh did. Uh, obviously, we saw a few at Mansfield. Um, but I just think uh, Josh Coburn, towards the end of the season, was was almost making himself a first choice. Um, the, the, the way he was, he was getting getting hold of his, uh, his substitute appearances and absolutely sort of taking it by the scruff of the neck and really making himself um, well thought of within the club. Uh, so, yeah, grabbed, grabbed a few goals. One brilliant one, one superb one, one that every Butter fan remembers this season. Um, so, yeah, I don't think there's any uh, any other contender in my eyes. It's Josh Coburn. I, I, I think there is another contender, but I've got to jump first. Who's your young player this season? Uh, he had a famous ABBA song sang after him. It's Isaiah Jones for me. Coburn mentioned to the lad, you know what I mean? But but Jones maybe tailed off a little bit at the end of the season. He's a young lad. It's Isaiah Jones for me. Yeah. Sorry, JD. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going Isaiah Jones. I thought he was absolutely amazing this season. For someone that didn't have... The most success in his first loan at St. Johnson's, obviously at Maddow said last uh, last week, and then broke through his time at, um, at Queen of the South to then go to what he's done this season. Been yeah, unbelievable rise to fame, and he's it's been fantastic. I've loved watching Isaiah Jones this season. He's actually been a winger with a bit of pace with an end product, which I've absolutely loved watching. But uh, this. Listen, boys, I feel a bit daft now. I overlooked him totally. I just saw him as a regular first teamer, and I know it's got nothing to do with first team. It's an age thing, player, player, young player of the season. But I just overlooked him, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say sorry to Josh Coburn, and I'm gonna take the trophy, take, take the bag of Haribo from his mitts and hand it over to Isaiah Jones. Oh God! I hope he hasn't opened them. Bloody hell! It's, it's like one of those um, Oscar mess ups, isn't it? You know where they read the wrong name out. Yeah. <laughs> hey God. When I, when I said it was quite an easy choice, and then you come up with Josh Coleman, I thought, well, it's not an easy choice now, bloody hell. Might have decided and brought it here. But are we all are we all unanimous here? It's Isaiah Jones. Jones. Yes, yes, we are, yeah. Right. There you go, Isaiah. You've got your choice with your three Harry Balls. Just let us know which one you want. And I'll bring them round for you. Um right, move on from that. Goal of the season. Now, this one, this will go a bit further afield because there'll, there'll be more than one choice that people will look at. Um, I'll start with you, John. What was your goal of the season this season? We've had a few decent, and I won't mention them because you are probably going to mention them, but in terms of quality, I think what more at Huddersfield away from that ball from Crooks was absolutely outstanding in terms of like a great finish, great ball. So I'm going to go for what more Huddersfield away. Uh, I was I was drunk when that went in, so I didn't quite see that one. Uh, but, it was uh, a belt. I watched it back. Great goal, um, JD. Uh, I know you put a question out about this one, didn't you? Because I saw this one. Um, yeah, I did. Yeah, goal of the season. <laughs> are, you, are you still? Uh... <laughs> 
I'm just trying to scroll through. It's it's um it's difficult for me, old man times, you know. Um yeah, goal of the season. And we didn't have anybody to put forward their 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 replies, you know. So Are you obviously No, no, I'm not going to. I, do you want me to? No, no, yeah. I said it now. What was your goal of the season? Well well for different reasons, right? I I'll I'll mention a couple of goals. Um well, three three goals, um, but then I, obviously I'll 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 choose I'll choose my favourites. Um, Payero at Cardiff, you know that I, I, that was that was a, a, that was a, an important goal. It wasn't technically brilliant, but it but it was an important goal. And from from the players' reaction, um, he was absolutely sort of he was a he was a fan for that moment he, he just i'm sure he just wanted to jump in there with us and celebrate um and then we had uh spot our goal at forest now when i saw that i thought christ we've got some player here because that was just superb he he he, he had the ball played through he sort of stepped stepped over the ball and he absolutely smashed it with his right foot first time, and the keeper moved after the netted bulge. It was that quick, and I I was there, and I, and I thought to myself, we've got some play here. That was a that was a really good goal, well t- good build up, well taken, um, and you know it, it, it sent it sent the away fans mental. Yeah. Obviously, um, the last minute goal at Blackpool. Which I still bear the scars on on my shin. They still haven't they still haven't gone. But that 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 was that was brilliant. You know, we, we were all in good mode. Ninety odd minutes, they equalised, and we were you know sick as chips. But then up pops the winner. And um, anyway, I don't know how many people from behind me forced me onto the people in front of me. But it, it you know it was just like a mess in that stand. It was it was it was a, a brilliant brilliant feeling. And then you Coburn's against Tottenham. The whole night had been superb. The atmosphere was brilliant. It was a full house. It was on telly, into extra time. And then a, a decent move. And the ball's laid, laid off to Coburn. And as Maddo would say, wallop. And that was it. He just walloped it. And it flew in. And the whole of the stadium, apart from the corner of... Um, the away fans, it just rose as one. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, so f- for that, I'm going to choose Coburn's as my uh, as my goal of the season. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was, it was it was something else. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll talk more about Coburn's score a bit later. Obviously, it was one of the other carries we got. But um, yeah, he's, he's he's one of he's one of my choices. I say he just did the ball as far as he could and thought he's not saving this. And it proved right. Um, I mean, you, you've mentioned most of what I was going to say. Obviously, what more against this field? Just perfect team goal. Um, with a perfect lob and made Spudersfield look silly at times in that game. Considering you know they finished third during the playoff final, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, you've got Sporaz against Forest. Jesus, what a goal that was! Um, another one I took in there would be our fourth against Derby at home. Um, Balogun got the ball, put both the keeper and the defender on the floor, with a, a little flick around the corner, and what more um, place it in. It's more for the pass through than anything, because I mean, how often have you seen a Borough player have that confidence? Because he's only just joined at that point as well. He hasn't been, you know, into the first team that that long, and he did that. It was just it was a magic moment. But yeah, my goal of the season is is Josh Corbin, absolutely. Unbelievable strike, the build-up between Crooks, Dyke Steele and uh, Jones was in there, obviously, and Colburn played the one-two with uh, Crooksy. And then, God, the noise, the, just the noise alone. It, it Riverside, I've never seen, I haven't seen Riverside like that in years. And it was better than Brighton for me, the noise. It was just unbelievable finish. I mean, what do you remember about that goal, John? Well, it was a, the whole night was... Was really good and probably the most satisfying thing about it 
was not only was it a local lad scoring, but we actually deserved to beat a top-end Premier League team that had played a really strong side on the night. It just shows what some of them players can do and hopefully will do on a more consistent basis next season. Exactly. It was, uh, I say, it, it wasn't, it was, it was walking away saying, well, you know, we've nicked that. We didn't. We could have won by two or three or four. We could have won in normal time for me. I say, apart from Kane's offside goal, which was offside in the second half, um, I can't really remember a great deal. I know there was a couple of saves that Lumley made. It was one of Lumley's better games, but apart from that, there was a couple of saves and that was it. Say, Lloris was the busier keeper. Um, obviously, the full session on in to try and stop um, Jones never worked. Midfield was just overran by uh, Crooksy and Housen. Just, just unbelievable night, absolutely incredible. That, that, that was Im- an immense display by Housen. He just oh. looked, he, 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 he just looked totally in control of every area of the midfield because he popped up every area and he just looked totally in control against. Um, international players from, from several different countries, yet he was mixing it amongst them and he looked a class above. It was a superb display. Well, that's it, because you have to look at the players that he did play against. I mean, yeah, obviously, Hoiberg was the holding midfielder in there. We still had the likes of Benton who was in there as well. Uh, Eric Dyer, I was slotted in at times into the midfield. You know, these are internationals that are, are well-known with their countries. You know, Benton Coe and Hoiberg and Dyer have all been to World Cups. They've all been to, to European and, and Copper Americas, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're well-known internationals and we just absolutely dominated them. And Harry Winks, you know, he's, he's played for England and he made him look stupid because he, Kulise- he, he couldn't handle him. Kulisevsky's another one who's really talented on the ball and House yeah. was buzzing in around him all night and didn't, didn't give him any time on the ball. Yeah, and I say, the two boys from Juventus just... just I mean, it's mad saying that Johnny Elson kept two lads on loan for Juventus quiet. It was just an unbelievable performance, and yeah, it was it was an incredible night. I loved every moment of it. But I think, yeah, Josh Colburn gets our goal of the season by the sounds of that. Um, I'm running out of bad for Harry Rowe. Oh, I mean, I know you're not happy, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's Josh Colburn, unbelievable goal. Um, but what more is yeah. Um, I deck poor Josh that day at Huddersfield. It was a great day out, that one. I said, drank way too much, shock horror. But, um, yeah, great day out. Right, we'll move on. We've had a few of these come through. Best signing of the season. Now, this one should be an easy one. I'll start with JD on this one. Because he's going to throw, he'll throw another spanner in the works. But, JD, who was your signing of the season? Come back to me. Ooh. All right, John, I'll come to you. That's ah, crooky for me. <clears throat> uh, for the for the money we paid for him, he had a little little spell where he went off the boil a little bit. But for the money we played for him, I think he's had a, an excellent season. Um, so I would give it a crooky, but notable mention to a few of the lads who came in on free signings who did a job and didn't actually play so much. Taylor, Sol Bamba, do you know what I mean? Bargain for money, lads who know all about this league. But for me, it's Cruxy. You ready now, JT? I am, yeah. Um, Bamba. Yeah, I, I just had to give it a thought there. Um, I, I was trying to think of um, when particular players came and, and some came sort of before the start of this season. So, um, yes, Sol Bamba, I mean, we signed him as backup, really, didn't we? I mean, let, let's be totally honest. I don't think anybody expected... Uh, Anybody expected him to have the impact that he had. But um, on the pitch, he, he, he hardly let us down. He had a, a couple of, uh, shall we say, poor games by his standards. But by and large, he was, he was a rock. He was a, a mountain. We could re- rely on him. Um, and off the field, he was just a, 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 true, a true leader. Uh, he, he was he, Crooks. Yeah, I mean, you, you've got to you've got to look at Crooks and say, brilliant sign. And we, we'd mentioned him a couple of seasons ago, hadn't we, on on, on this podcast, um, saying that he he 
he could do a job for us because he seemed to always do well against us um, when it, when he was at Rotherham. Um, and, you know, he, he's come in and he's been our top scorer and he's been, he's been a great player this season. But I'm going to, I'm going to give my vote to uh, to Bamba. Um, obviously, there's a little bit of sentimentality uh, in my choice, um, but yes, all Bamba. Okay. What happens if you've got if, if all three of us pick a different one? You have to um, buy three three bags of Harry Bo. <laughs> right, because uh, my my sign of the season is not a player. My oh yeah, K- K- Kieran's. Oh, well, I thought you were going to say Kieran Scott, but yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I give big shouts to Kieran Scott. I think he's done an unbelievable job with the um, the players he's brought in. Um, some some very shrewd signings, and um, I say there's some we're going to get the best of. I think next season, like to Payero, he's going to be. He's, I think he'll be an unbelievable player next season. Now he's settled in a bit more, and um, he looks more comfortable with his surroundings, which is good. But yeah. Our season changed on the 2nd of November when Warnock went and we brought Wilder in. And to watch the club we all follow go from a mid-table team, which is apparently what we should have been. Um, not if you read what Warnock said the other day, like, but, you know, I digress. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, Steve, I'll, I'll interrupt. I was going to, I was going to bring that up. Um, what he said the other day is totally at, at odds as to what he'd been saying while he was our manager, saying, you know, the squad wasn't good enough, the players weren't good enough, really playing us down. And then now that he's not at the club, he's saying that we should have gone up, we were good enough. It just, I don't know, it just seems a contradiction. It just seems a bit of a sour grapes for me. Um, he's basically seen us fall a little bit short. He's, he's, he's telling us, well, I could, have done it. I could have finished the job off for you. But as, as, as we said when that matter last week, we were struggling when he, he left the club. We were struggling. We were struggling to find consistency, struggling to find a bit of form and a bit of play as well because we looked we looked terrible at times. And it was only well, a couple of performance before that, that we looked out good. But apart from that, we were awful. Well, yeah, as, as, as a fan going to the game, we never knew what we were going to get. You know, I mean, um, it, was, it was so inconsistent. And you... you you remember some really, really bad performances um, between the start of the season and uh, November. You, you, you remember them. You, they're, they're so vivid. Um, and what Wilder brought was a little bit of consistency. I know we, we fell short at the end uh, because we lost stupid points uh, in key games. Um, but overall, he brought a level of consistency which uh, we never ever had under under Warnock. Yeah, I mean we've all had we've all had different opinions on certain things that we've talked about tonight. But um, I, I know you you lads know what I thought of Warnock. I quite liked him. I thought he did a good job. But I think we can one thing we'll all agree in the standard of performance and the consistency of performances certainly went up when we changed manager. The quality of football as well. Oh, gotcha. absolutely. Yeah. I just want to fact check myself. It was the sixth of November, not the second. So just fact checking that one. Um, yeah. Is that is that is that four hundred messages you've had on Twitter? No, no, saying... no. I just I just thought the second of November didn't sound right because it was the second of October. We got beat by uh, Hull, and I thought he should have gone then. That's why I had the second in my head. But um, and that was the difference for me because there was a couple of times where I thought I think this is the end for him. I think this is the end for him. But I say bringing what bringing Wilder in was just a strong genius. Um, We've all said he should be a Premier League manager. He's, he's good enough. You know, he's managed there before with Sheffield United. He, he was absolute. He was absolute godsend for the Premier League. The, the, the brand of football he brought to him, and the brand of football he's brought to us. You know, we we've been to some poor games this season, but it's not it's not often we go and get to see us get beat one nil, two nil away from home, and we look awful. You know, we've looked really bad for periods like we did against Bristol City, like we did against Barnsley. And we should have really nicked a point where we really should have deserved it. If you know what I mean? So, you know, the brand of football is exciting. Um, you know exactly what you're going to get. You know, forward thinking, have a goal, 
see what we get in 90 minutes. So and it proves some of the performances, you know, where we did get results, you know, Old, Old Trafford being prime example. You know, as soon as we stepped on the front foot, we were more than a match for, you know, a team of Man United's calibre. So, yeah, my sign of the season is uh, Chris Wilder. He won't want Harry Bowles, but he might have a pint off you in Yarm High Street. He can have a pint off me anytime he wants. Anytime he wants. I'll fully agree to that. So he gives up a, a bag of Harry Bowles and um, Crooksy and Bamba get get a bag each. So they'll have to fight over the town fastics. So, yeah. The 12th Man Podcast tonight, proudly sponsored by Harry Bowles Sweets. Yes. <laughs> I haven't brought the tubs out yet. Uh, so, right, we'll move on. To now, this I'm looking forward to talking about this one. Moment of the season, it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, a, an actual game, it can just be a moment throughout our season that you've absolutely loved. Um, John, John, I'll start with you. What was your moment of the season? Um, <clears throat> I always talk about league football over cup football, but. A, I think it's got to be Alanga smashing that ball over at Old Trafford and us beating them there. But a special mention goes to yourself, Steve, for Peterborough away. That was a that was that was a moment, mate. You know oh, I, mean? I, I, I don't know where that delve came from. Right? That's all I'm saying. I don't know where the delve came from. The sad thing was that instead of helping you up, mate, we were just laughing. It was uh, oh. it was just one of the moments. But getting back to football. For me, winning at Old Trafford, 10,000 there. The atmosphere was great. It was a smashing day. Uh, you know, I'm, 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 I've got to say that. I do. I know, I've still got the video of you singing what Wilder said on my phone. So, uh, keep in that bugger. Uh, oh, half three in the morning. Oh, God, yeah, it was half three in the morning. Because I, I went up my mates when I got in. It took me half an hour to walk across that bridge. I was like, unbelievable day. Unbelievable day. Unbelievable. Nah, memories, memories that will take with us, you know, we, we've we've suffered Coventry, we've had Barnsley, Bristol City, you know what I mean? We've had some cracking days when we've lost, but that was that was some day that. Yeah, that was yeah, that was yeah, that was that was absolutely up there. It was an unbelievable day. Um, yeah, it's gonna be hard to top that. Be honest, JD, I'll come to you. Um, I love every away game. Um, I I, I love. Uh, Meeting up with everybody, it's uh, it's sort of setting off time and making sure that I haven't overbooked my bus or underbooked or whatever. You know, it's a bit of a relief when everybody gets on safely. Um, so 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 the away days are are, are special. Um, but I, I I look at I look at some of the home games, and 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 I can I can see it. My, Wild has given us an upturn in, in um, our home form. I mean, obviously, we all remember we had um, eight or nine wins on the bounce at home. And, and, and as a result, the, the atmosphere, which has always been good away from home, has improved at home too. Um, yeah. And there's, there's a few highlights, but... I've got to go back to Tottenham. I mean, I, I, I was I was excited as, as anything at um, at Man United. I was proud as punch. Every one of the penalties that went in was, was superbly taken and, and and were well received by nine and a half thousand Borough fans there and probably the rest of Teesside on the TV uh, in the pubs and clubs. Um, but the the home game against Tottenham was fantastic. You know. BBC came, um, probably expecting Tottenham to to roll us over, and 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 we fought like fought like hell, held out more than held our own, took it to extra time. Crowd started to really sort of build up as the game went on, get behind the team. Fantastic, brilliant, full house atmosphere, and then the winner just uh, just everybody went crazy. Uh, and and that's a highlight because those special nights at the riverside are few and far between, um, and we haven't seen anything like that with a full house for a long, long time. That that was brilliant to me. Yeah, I said that that night was incredible. So seeing my old man's face when we beat him, 
yeah, every, you know, there was no pressure on us. You know what I mean? It was, there was no pressure that night, and we did an absolute job on them. Uh, they couldn't cope with, with with us in the end, and it showed that because after the game, you know, Antonio Conte wasn't making any excuses. Once saying, you know, this could have gone our way. You know, we could have had that or that. He said we were beaten by the better team. He fully acknowledged that Borough were the better team and I take my hat off to him for saying it. But um, I suppose mine is, I suppose, mixes both foot yards. It's the whole whole cup run. <clears throat> it's just unbelievable. And I say to, 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 to being part of that away end at Old Trafford, um, I say that, that poor steward, I got absolutely decked when we scored. <laughs> when when uh, the, the winning penalty went over the bar and... Uh, I say the United fans that couldn't bear it when we beat them when I were outside and the journey home as well was I, I, I don't know I don't know how I got we got through that amount of booze I have no idea but it's worth every minute um, the the home game against Tottenham I say the atmosphere the say, as you were saying JD it was the best I've seen in Riverside in years um, in the Chelsea game I know it was two quick goals that killed us. But after that, we didn't look out of place. We didn't look, you know, overawed by the, the occasion. We, it was just, you know, world champions came and beat us. You know what I mean? It was just one of their moments, unfortunately. But I was very, very proud. Very proud to be from Teesside for that cup run. Unbelievable memories. And um, I say, just be part of it was absolutely incredible. So... How many bags of Harry Boy are we going to give for that? <clears throat> I think you've got it. You're going. To, you know, either going to pick one. I'll pick another moment. <laughs> Putting your neck on the line here, Steve. Come on. But my, the whole FA Cup run was for a moment for me, but um, yeah, just just because I get I got to see my old man's face like crumble. Top them at all. You can have the bag. <laughs> He, he can have the bag of Harry Balls then. Yeah, I'll buy, I'll buy him the bag of Harry Balls. He might need it, bless him. But, uh... Yeah, just just to let anybody listening know that uh, Steve's dad's a Tottenham fan, so that's why he was referring to that. Yeah. It was yeah, it was it was a special moment beating them up. So yeah, it was it was like, it's just being a Champions League team. It was you know what I mean? It was just yeah, special. So yeah, that's what I, that's yeah. So there you go. I'll give him the bag of Harry Balls there. Well, I asked the question on Twitter, Steve, about uh, just asking what was your highlight of the season. Neil Craig has put uh, Cardiff away. He said, I thought Piero had landed, but so many others uh, to mention. There were Spurs, Man United, Forest. He said, on reflection, it was a great season. The picture of Giannino and Southgate at the World Cup was something that I'll remember forever as well. Obviously, that was uh, the World Cup draw, and they were both pictured talking and then hugging. I must admit it, it was special that that was that was really good. Um and Chiswick Fox uh, has said that the match that uh, was his highlight was Tottenham at home. Um and his player highlight, the emergence of Jones, and his day out highlight was Peterborough away. So he's been fairly comprehensive there. So yeah, Peterborough away for him. Um and Isaiah Jones is his player emergence and um the match that he remembers best out the lot is the Tottenham at home. Uh, Daniel Richards, his favourite was, uh, well, there was a few. He said, beating either Derby or Man United or Spurs, any one of them. And uh, he liked this name, Smog La La. Smog La La, he put, was, his, his highlight was when Corbin scored versus Spurs. His face said it all, which I totally agree with. Uh, and last one, somebody whose account's called Weir Middlesbrough, he says the Coburn goal versus Spurs, the atmosphere was spot on that night, a glimpse of what it could be moving forward and and I'd agree with that like you say, I, I did speak there about uh, how atmosphere at home was w- w- was improving as we became more and more comfortable and w- w- our our stadium became a fortress Um it always helps. Good results always helps uh, 
the the atmosphere improve and uh, and I agree with him. It it just gives us an insight of what it could be next season. Yeah, just just I'd like to add to that just quickly before we move on to the disappointment of the season. Special mention to all the different fan groups and you know home and away this season. I think the atmosphere has been absolutely outstanding. It's it's definitely went up a notch or two, and I just hope we can improve it furthermore next year. I mean. Away from home, that like we mentioned briefly, the stats last week when they came out, and for the extra distance that we're travelling, I think it was two or three thousand, two or three thousand mile, was it even? Our, our fans home and away this season have been really, really good. Considering you know we haven't been promoted, they've been fantastic. So special mention to each and every one of you out there. They've been great. Yeah, I'll, I'll echo that. Um, they say the, the miles we've put in this year have been been stupid. So. And, and and especially towards the end of the season, I mean, we had Bournemouth and Swansea as um, two of our last three away days, back to back, as well, you know, and that 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 took some miles, and we we the fans, you know, are absolutely incredible that the fans did it. So um, you know, fair play to each and every one of you. So, but I'll I'll mention as well. Um, I bet you're surprised to mention I didn't say. Um, Derby. What happened to Derby? <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to. I, I was, was going to mention it, but there's a, a certain a certain lad who comes on the bus with us. He wasn't too happy about us mentioning Derby all the time, so I thought I'd leave it. Oh God, that was one of the most awkward bits. Me and Peter were just sat there outside last door while you two went for it. I was like, <laughs> No, it was it was all tongue in cheek. Oh, I know that. Tongue in cheek. But I was just like, I just want to get pissed. You know what I mean? yeah. But that was a cracking night, that. Um, after we came home from Preston, that was good night. That um, I want to say, I want to put a big mention as well to the first game of the season, Fulham, because that was huge. I say there was was it was it fifteen hundred we took down there that they gave us. I think it was reduced the allocation because obviously they had a stand knocked down. Um, but personally, knocking down be fair, it's an absolute shithole. But um, it's it was <laughs> it was an absolutely incredible day. Um, special because we hadn't seen people for 18 months that we usually see week in, week out, and yeah, just when ball is shot at the net, Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, special moment that one, but yeah, I think our moment of the season goes for Spurs at home, and um, yeah, the fans have gone for it as well, John. I can't, I can't, you know, so um, right. Last category before we summarise it all. Disappointment of the season. This could be anything you've been mostly disappointed with. I'll start with you, JD. What was your biggest disappointment this season? Um, to, to be fair, it was uh, it was missing out on the playoffs uh, it, because I, I really thought um, with half a dozen games to go that we were still in with an outside chance of top two. Um, and then for us to, you know, lose some some silly games. Um, we lost at home to Fulham, which is no real embarrassment. But the way the game went, it uh, it, it it shouldn't have been that scoreline. Um, lose losing to Huddersfield and losing to Hull. Um, you know, real real sort of. Kicks in the bollocks. Um, you know, we could have been looking at the Wembley date. We could have been looking at automatic if, if we just hadn't have had that uh, that that disappointing run towards the end. So, so so that 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 was it for me really. And uh, and I suppose another disappointment is the fact that um, you know we brought in we brought in strikers from the Premier League that didn't really sort of. Didn't really do it for us. Balogun's, I like the look of Balogun. I think he's a he's a good player, um, but his return, goals and assists wise, hasn't been like that good. Uh, and and Connolly, same, just disappointing. Really, I, I thought they they were the signings that would have um, pushed us on to um, to playoffs or promotion, but wasn't to be. Either, missing out on the playoffs. Um, John, come to you. Business disappointed this season. 
Yeah, I suppose um, if you're going to talk about that, the disappointment is missing out on the playoffs. But I think, am I happy with the season on a whole? Yes, I am. Would I have been happy with where we finished at the start of the season under one? Yes, I am. I miss some of the signings that we've brought in. I know we keep going on about uh, Kieran Scott and, and Chrissy Wilder, but <clears throat> I mean, you bring players in, you they obviously thought they'd perform better. Connolly, Balligan, I'm going to include Spora because I think since Christmas he's done absolutely nothing. Um, Joe Lumley's another one. I know he was a free transfer, won't have been on high wages, but they've got to look at they've got to look at the uh, the recruitment. We've got to get it right next season because we've got the basis of a decent side. We've been crying out for a goal scorer for a long time. Um, so yeah, for me, the disappointment is some of the players that came in that didn't work out. Yeah, um, some of the yeah some of the players that we brought in that we expected to do more and just didn't really really, really it, it didn't disappoint me it, it more 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 pissed me off to be honest uh, I'm kind of sugarcoat it it really did but my biggest disappointment this season it's not missing out I, suppose, I know it's, it's part of missing out in the playoffs but it was it was literally that game at home to home that was my biggest disappointment of this season because it was a team we it was a team that hadn't won it away all year. They were awful, awful team, you know, week, weeks coming up to that. And, you know, they just brought a new manager in. I know, obviously, you get the, the kick on from that. And, but they, they weren't great. And it was the goal we let in as well. You know what I mean? The, the flop that he did to try and save it, it just absolutely killed me. And, um, yeah, that, that was my biggest disappointment, you know, just simply that, that game against Hull. The two games against Hull, because I thought the away game, we were absolutely horrific as well, to be honest. Um, and it, it, it should have cost Warnick his job at the time, but it never. But as a go with democracy and say, say, missing out on the playoffs is obviously the disappointment of the season. Would I give a bag Harry vote that one for? Luton can have him. I get it, Lumley. I'm not. Giving, I'm giving him out. I'm giving him nothing. He doesn't deserve out. And I've just remembered we have to go back to Canada for all Jesus. Um, all about that. Yeah. Great old school stadium. I couldn't understand people not wanting to go up just because they've got a rubbish stadium. I would have absolutely loved to see Luton in the Premier League in that stadium. Loved it. Oh, I think yeah. it'd have been great. It's just an absolute shit tip trying to get to it. That street going up to the stadium is awful. Well, yeah, it's it's nice to have an old school ground, I suppose. You're absolutely right about that. Um, and we've got to go back to Sheffield United as well. That was a uh, that was a horrible, that was a disappointment as well. The way we folded at Sheffield United, you yes. know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, you know, we'll see what happens next year. Um, so, JD, quick summary how you found this season. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it's. It... It's been a good season, De- decent season. I'll say decent. You know, um, I, 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 I was a bit. Uh, I remember the early uh, podcast we done this season, and and uh, and it was from one extreme to another where we were um, performing well in some games under Warnock and, and looking real sort of uh, a, a really fluid outfit, and then. The next game, we'd be all over the shop without shape, without direction. Um, but obviously, after West Brom and, and Chris Wilder coming in, it's been it's been far better. Um, the, you can see direction within the club now. You know, with regards to its recruitment policy, its uh, its financial um, plan, where you know. We're not uh, we're not signing former uh, f- former players. Um, I don't mean former players. Sorry, you like what I mean was older players at the at the end of their careers on huge contracts, and, and we get very uh, little or no return. Um, 
it, it's changed slightly. The financial model has improved. Um, football inside's improved under Wilder. As a fan, watching and participating in the game has been more enjoyable under Wilder. So I was just disappointed that we couldn't make the playoffs, but we go again. And I've I've got uh, I've got a lot of optimism for next season. Yeah, John, come here. Yeah, I think I mentioned last week. So my summary for me is this time last year. Now we're in a better position than we were this time last year. So that means that the season, on a whole, has been successful. I think we've got the basis of a decent squad that can challenge. We all know we need to add three, maybe four players like real impact players to that team and then try and boost boost the rest of the squad. But for me, I'm opt- I'm optimistic. You know what I mean? I've got I've got over the disappointment of us missing out on the playoffs. Um I really I really think we with a couple of impact players we can have a real good go next year. And I'm happy with the manager. I'm happy with the model that the club's trying to implement. I think the future looks pretty good. The fans are all on board. I feel pretty positive to be fair. Yeah. I'll, I'll echo all the points you've both made. Um, we've, as, a, as a club, we've strided, we've, we've made a stride forward in every aspect. Our performances, our, I say our squad, obviously that's going to get ripped up and, and um, you know, put together in, in a new way with new players coming in, players going out. But behind the scenes, it's changed. We've now got an actual controlling head of football who overlooks all this, and we've got a manager who, who backs all that, and he's um, he's brought in a style of football that I absolutely love. You know, gun ho, go for it as much as you can, and, and, and maximise your opportunities. So, yeah, we've had a, it's been a fantastic season, and um, and to spend it with a pair of you, it's been absolutely fantastic. I've enjoyed every bit of it. So, um, yeah, it's been brilliant. But um, I'll sign off there. Our job done. Um, over the summer, you'll hear from us. Well, um, it won't be as frequent, but um, yeah, we'll we'll put some stuff together. And we'll we'll keep in touch. So, um, I'll leave it there. Thank you so much for listening, commenting, liking, subscribing, and uh, yeah, thank you very much. Enjoy your summer. Up the borough, we shall overcome. Up the borough.